Welcome to Kitty Talks, the podcast that shows you how to follow your passion and purpose. My name is Kitty Waters. I'm a serial entrepreneur and co-founder of ATL Europe Group, also the creator of Kitty Talks. Our mission is to inspire a generation of changemakers to follow their passion and purpose and make a difference on the planet. All our interviewees have been carefully selected and you will hear amazing inspirational stories of people who have listened to their little voice and followed their purpose. They will reveal bite-sized tips and success secrets that can help you to fulfill your passion and purpose on the planet. Be sure to head over to kittytalks.com and sign up for our exclusive club where you can hear behind-the-scenes footage. These interviews will inspire you to take action. Please like and share so others can have the courage to follow their passion and purpose too. We share inspirational life storage, encouraging you to create yours. And today I have with me the beautiful Lilu Mace. Hello, Lilu. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. Joining us all the way from beautiful Paris. Yes, it's starting to get sunny here. <laughs> Summer is on its way. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, Lilu is amazing. She's a French US author, she is a web TV host. And Lilu, I'd love to know how many hits your website has had. Because last I looked, it was something like 42 million, but I'm sure that's probably out of date now. Yeah, I think it's over 50 million. It just keeps on growing in many different languages too. So not only in English, but the different pastures has been growing throughout Europe and people have been translating and subtitling in in Japanese, in Korean, in Romanian, in Hungarian, in Spanish, in Italian. So it's, it's been wow. I'm not telling anymore. I'm just like, let's do those videos and let's spread out. And Lily has got the most amazing life, traveling around the world, interviewing people. Like you, you are an incredible inspiration to me. So thank, thank you. you. I love traveling. It's a combination of, of just doing what I love, asking questions and traveling and the juicy tour started many years ago and how does it feel to be because like we, we touched on this before we started but I said oh how does it feel to be on the other side like you know obviously it's you always you interviewing people generally and uh it's, it's a good thing yeah. it's, it's also a good thing to be interviewed because when I'm on the other side and this happens more in France with with the different books coming out and because I'm more active now I live here but uh, it's it's very interesting to be on the other side to just have the it's like a journaling or it's nearly therapeutic because I can, I can, I can just see where I'm at. Um, the questions are always interesting. And then it, it, it just helps me to, it's very complementary to doing video blogs and interviewing. It's just the other part of being on the other side, as you said, and learning more about myself and, and the new things that came through and what I've learned. So it's like doing a little bit of a, of a summary or a, observing where I'm at so it's it's cool it's it's a it's a good moment to share absolutely absolutely so I'd love to know a little bit more about your journey really because obviously um you have been doing this for goodness 10 maybe possibly 
10 years yeah. or so. Um, how did it all start? Like, you know, I think you and I have a very similar philosophy on life, you know, that people should um, follow their passion and purpose and do what lights them up on the planet. And I would love for you to kind of share your journey with the listeners about how you started um, on this on this journey, how you got to where you are today. It started really from not finding a job coming out of, of college and, and being a young graduate and not finding a job over in France. So I moved to the U.S. because I thought it would be different in the U.S. I thought it was my mom the problem. I wasn't the problem. So I left <laughs> and I flew into the U.S. because I'm a dual citizen. So I thought, okay, my life is over there. It's going to be much easier. French people are too... Uh, they're too much into their heads, analyzing too much and criticizing too much. It's their problem. I'm leaving. So then I arrived in the U.S. and I, and I had the same issue. I was, I was just not finding the job I wanted. Things were not clicking. There was no flow. There was just nothing happening. So I, I, you know, synchronicity. I mean, there was my ex-manager from England where I used to do an internship. Came over to Miami and. And I was ready to leave Miami and go back to France. Nothing was happening there. And, and she told me about a, a, a workshop, about an event, a seminar. And there I was participating in the first one. And that created such a breakthrough, such an opening. And I just was so curious about everything after that, that things started opening up. And I, and eventually I started video blogging and interviewing and, and putting all these things online. But uh, the main thing and what has set everything up was with two friends of mine, Sandy Grayson and Laura Duxter, that were two authors in the U.S. who decided to start the 100-Day Reality Challenge. And then I started video blogging as I was participating in one of the co-founders. And more people were tuning in, listening. And then I declared stuff like, I want to meet Oprah Winfrey, and here I was meeting her. I want to create a show, and here I was... I want, I want to do something similar to her, like spread the information and share this kind of information. And there I was interviewing and started broadcasting. And before you knew it, I was doing this juicy living tour around the US, Mexico, and Canada, and more people were listening. And I was just following my flow, I was following my intuition, I was following the guidance. And and of course, huge leap of faith, huge leap. It took me a lot of courage in many different ways to, to, to do those interviews and to share them. It's been so rewarding on so many levels. And at what point, because, you know, at what point did you really think, oh, my goodness, I can actually make a career from this? Like, because it's a huge step to go from doing something, you know, like that to then, OK, this is who I am in the world. You know, what, at what point did that happen? It, it, it's actually a very good question because it was not on a career perspective. This was my soul calling. It was clear to me that this was something deeper and it was not anymore about the job and my personal life. It was just who I was. It was an expression of who I was that saw my essence that needed to express itself and live that, that it was unconditional. So it was not about making a living from it or doing it full time. It was just something I had to do. And at some point, <laughs> life took me you know I lost my job in, in the UK when I was director of marketing in February 2009 I was still doing this the videos uh, after work and uh, life just threw me into this and said hey you know now it's time to, to do it and I had no idea so I went through many different steps including having no more money having to go uh, 
uh, many years ago back to my parents because I couldn't afford anymore living in London. And I literally crashed. I mean, I, 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 at the age of 32, now I'm nearly 40, you know, but at the age of 32, I had to do a major reset. I knew I didn't want to be a director of marketing anymore. I wanted to do videos on YouTube, but I wanted, and I wanted to write books and interview people and all this, but I didn't know how. So I had to open myself up to a co-creation with life literally and, and be guided and, and do my part and let life do the other part so something started to set itself up that was very different from the way I had set things up or done before because I have very much I have a lot of energy I can set things reach goals but that was never satisfying to me so it started from that point on to from I mean, from the point on that I when I um, lost my job to be things started to switch um, to be more and more an expression of who I was. Um, it sounds to me like you totally transformed the way you live life. Like, was is it fair to say you were possibly pushing towards goals before and now you're more in a receiving flow energy? Yeah, more into uh, emitting, receiving now. And, uh, and, and knowing the big step, you know, it was to, to reopen my heart to life and to know that I deserved and to, to trust and to listen to, the, to my intuition and to, to the intelligence of my heart and to, to, to see that this was going to lead me to the good places before I was trying to make choices with my head. And now I do a combination of both. So it was, it was very much about trusting and about going with this flow and put, setting intentions and then receiving and, and knowing I can receive even more. So little by little life through the interviews and doing workshops and participating in different things and, and breaking up and opening up to new relationship and, you know, general life. But I was calling. For I knew there was something. My soul wanted to live something big. I could feel it inside. I just, so it was then a matter of not only declaring, but receiving. I think that's that's the biggest part is that we give ourselves permission to receive. Absolutely. And it's not that easy because yeah. it's being open and trusting and and totally acting. I mean being in, being in action, but also in, in, in a place where you know that you the, the best is coming to you because you're totally deserving of this. Mm. And for people listening to this interview, you know, your, your way you've lived or living your life is incredible. You know, what inspiration or what advice would you have for somebody who, you know, they know that there's a bigger calling in their soul. They can feel that, but maybe their life doesn't look like the way they want it to look. What kind of steps can they take towards, you know, making the shift that you have done in your life? Well, I think it's important to do like, uh, to, to reflect and take a, the possibility is to take like a journal or something and start writing all the frustrations that you currently have with where you're at and things are not moving and all the challenges that you went through in this. And then after you write that, to, to, to read it from a soul perspective, to just read it, okay, why did I have to go through this and what can I learn from all this? So starting to learn, to do really a, a bilan, as we say in French, to do a just look at what happened and what can I learn from this on the soul level, and then and then I think it's to to 
you know, to make it happen, you have to dare to, to declare and, and change things in your life. So it takes, I always say, but it takes tremendous courage mm-hmm. because we're into the illusion, into the dream, into the fantasy of what it is. But truly, you have to yeah. you know, put up your sleeves and go. It's, it's like, it, it just doesn't like fall from the sky, though it's absolutely incredible and miraculous when you follow your soul guidance. So it's like, it, they all speak about that, all those teachers, how we have to remove the layers and unpeel. And be, the main thing I found out, you know, is to be authentic with ourselves, to be true to ourselves. This is why it's important to look at your frustrations and what what did you learn from it and okay what's the real picture now and where you want to go and just open to something big but let life show you how you're going to fulfill on that on that calling you know like you could set the intention of i want to know what my calling is i want to fully live it on earth and then without knowing exactly how it's happening you navigate through life like a kid would you know like just looking for signs and adventures into making that because sometimes we want to we want to do videos for the wrong reasons or interviews for the wrong reasons or conferences or you know like it just has to be very pure the pure you are about it the more it's a soul calling the more life is just there to support and then you just transport it and i think the sign that you're reading your life mission is when things just flow naturally and things click really quickly especially now it's mm-hmm. like boom 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 it comes to you there's no resistance and that's what i look for now in life like if there is resistance if life is th- this means it's not for me right now so i go where it's flowing Mm, that's a beautiful and such a simple advice you know go where the energy is flowing like you said where there's no resistance well well though i create and i emit i i say what what i would like to experience i don't say how but i say what i would like to experience and then if i see there is a resonance it's like it's it's like my heart opens and then i would say yes to that event without looking at the person's resume or what they have done like yeah i'm i'm drawn to work with this person or i'm drawn to do an interview or work with this person as a team i don't know why like my intellect is more now to organize things and to you know but not to take the lead on where i should go and why and all these are, are definitely intuitive uh hits and would you say, by the sounds of things, you're, you're feeling into it rather than thinking into it. You're feeling what just feels right for you and then following, following that beautiful flow. Totally. And it's, and it's the same for, for, for bigger things, even moving to a different city or choosing a, uh, choosing a person to interview or going on holiday somewhere or participating in, in a seminar, creating a conference or whatever it is. It's, it's just like that, that, that simple. But in order to get to to that, I think that kind of resonance and know for, for sure and feel inside this subtle energy, we must open our heart. There's mm-hmm. no other way than reopening the heart. It's something that all human beings, all individuals need to do, to do the work, because otherwise we cannot access the subtle, the multidimensional, the, all the rest of the information that you can access as a human being, the communication with the non-visible, all that, tremendously changed my life and tremendously helped me. 
and you need to call it but receive it and in order for that the heart needs to be fully open otherwise you don't get that kind of information so obviously people can journal like you said you know release some of the frustrations to start unblocking their heart what other things can the sort of normal human being do to open their hearts to open their heart, to, to release the, the, the illusions of separation. So whatever separates you from others, say that you're better or different or less, or you know, whatever separates, then that needs to be let go. So whether it's meditating, whether it's spending time in nature, whether it's doing something that makes you feel good, taking care of yourself, loving yourself instead of, they all say it, you know, instead of, looking for approval, give yourself approval, give yourself that soft gentleness mm. where you're, 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 you're doing it the human way you fucked up. You know? <laughs> how you receive that, how you're going to be with that, you know, with your humanness and your yuckiness sometimes. And this makes the whole difference, how you're going to receive that and how you're going to react to a certain event. And uh, um, the more kindness and love you're going to get yourself, the more kindness and love life is going to give you. It's just a perfect mirror. Mm. And, it's, and it's that simple, but it's not as simple to do it and to live it. It takes courage and it takes going beyond the resistance of the ego that is there to protect. So whatever it takes, and I think it's up to us to find what it takes. It's not so much a recipe. It's about being engaged in life and wanting to live a truthful, authentic beautiful magical extraordinary life mm-hmm. so what it really means that not like the the glamorous i live in the castle and once i'm there you know then all is set no but what's beautiful is that then life is so abundant my god it's so abundant for all of us it's all the resources you know for the juicy living tour and mm. after that we're provided because i just said this donation button which was the answer at the time i'm not saying it is now the answer but this is at the time it took me courage because this didn't yeah didn't ask for money to do what they love including traveling yeah and 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 especially in france where people were looking at me in in a kind of not weird way but just like what is she doing she's begging for money but i was not it's just i didn't even have to ask actually truly for donations people were supporting naturally and after that, the donations started to slow down, but then there was something else that came in. And again, it was always uh, shown to me as a challenge, something I didn't like and didn't want to face. And then, but it was, but because I received it more and more with gratitude, whatever was presented to me and trusting that life was good with me, which was the major breakthrough, then the more I was seeing the gift in that and then transforming it. So then I started giving conferences in France and people were abundantly coming. So I was filling up huge rooms. And, and then I was learning to speak in public. And then I the courage to speak in front of people. I mean, that was a big step for me. But then I was supporting my channel. And, and, and then more ideas came in. And I, it's just like, it transformed itself, you know? But, the, but, but I'm sure that we're the one that say, you know, I deserve it. And, and not as I deserve it, but just as a natural, beautiful thing that life has to offer. And it, and yet it feels like you've 
basically totally surrendered to the to the flow of life and the universe, especially with the donation donations button, because you're completely living in a space of you, you you can't you don't know what's coming or what's around the corner. You're just surrendered to trusting that the universe is going to take care of you, which is yeah. At the time, it was very much. I hope somebody's going to give a donation. <laughs> I'm going to pay the next amount. I was like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to continue one more month or one more day? I mean, that was like really interesting. You know, when you dare to do something for yourself, mm. like daring to do this tour with not enough money for not to do the 12-month tour, but I declared I was going to do this 12-month tour, so I was committed to it. And I bought a computer, and then the money of the computer just came in my donation. PayPal account and then I was doing it I was just giving myself a little bit of a better room to be more comfortable with a better wi-fi and boom the amount was coming right after that I was honoring myself with I don't know a team or somebody that will help me and boom the money was showing up afterwards so I had to trust it was like always quantum and at the time I was huge because of uh, this was my two suitcase. I'm like, oh my God, I know my soul wants to do this. And I'm excited. I'm having a ball doing it. But, you know, you're, you're stressed with, with the reality of your bank account. Yeah. And it, little by little, it changed. So there was, there was more money flowing. And, and then it was not a matter of, okay, do I have enough money to live? Uh, because I was sufficient. I felt like I had enough to do what I want. So my, my needs, my the minimum needs were met so then it was uh the 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 more of the real uh, not not the real abundance because that was abundance too but just in a, an extraordinary but it was completely related to how much I was opening myself up to receive and I deserve this is crazy it's looking back and looking still at everything it's just it's just like Mickey, you know, he's like with open arms. It's like we want to be magicians in our lives. Fully opening up to receive. I mean, he's he's looking up and opening his arms. This is this is the attitude. This is the this is the big this is the practice. Yeah. And I'm really intrigued, like how you how you operate on a kind of like um monthly base like do you operate on a monthly basis? You don't really know where you're going month to month or how far in advance. Do you know your schedule, basically? Yeah, I, I very much, I, th- I think we all are asked to have an open schedule to be with the flow of things and to be able to catch waves that are coming. But also the reality is that th- there are books coming out and there is things to plan and trips to plan. And people ask me a year in advance to participate in things because my schedule is super packed so it's like how do I not pack it totally but leave time for myself and so it's like setting time in your schedule for yourself to take care of yourself because that's something I didn't know back then when I was doing the tour how to take care of myself and I would do six seven interviews per day and I would just like one after the next and I was wow I was in the flow, and at the time I had the energy for that. But now I found the right balance between okay, I'm and I need to also. I feel that and I want to take care of of, of my well being. So I'm still doing a lot, but it's a it's a fine combination. So I'm leaving some space for. I, I first of all, I only say yes when it really truly resonates. Like when it really truly 
feels great in my body, my heart, my, my body opens up, it's a yes. If it's a, I don't know, I don't do it. If it's a, uh, so it's like very big intuitive hits and that's grown since, since for the past 10 years tremendously, especially co-creating a book with Sonia Choquette that wrote 30 books on intuition. You know, you wow. can imagine. Yeah. We co-wrote a workbook on intuition. So it's like, oh my God, it's, it's really uh, uh, living. It's, it's something that is so um, palpable, the intuition at some point. I mean, it's so there in your day-to-day that I only say yes to things that are truly aligned. And whether it's an interview, um, a conference, or a place to go, it's only truly yes. So then there's not that much in the end, because it's not like you have, even if I get 10, 20 propositions a day, it's not like you want to say yes to everything. No. It, it doesn't feel, it feels like there's a string attached to one of them. Somebody wants to use you in the other one. You feel like the other one is going to ask you, I don't know for what after. And it's like it, truly the unconditional um, requests from the universe or people asking me requests are rare. So I only go for the unconditional as much as possible where I'm feeling free, my spirit is free, and I feel that there's no... Yeah. Nothing that I, yeah. <laughs> so I go for that. And in the end, there they are, but there's not, so then there's only that much in my calendar. And then the rest is 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 uh, like Sonia Choquette inviting me to come and join her in Costa Rica in her beautiful home to spend five days. So we decided with with my boyfriend to fly to, to Costa Rica at the last minute, like a week before we decided to go. We had that time free. Right. It's unbelievable, but it was there. And, you know, it's like that. Just only saying yes for, for things that are really meaningful. And sometimes we just have to hang in there because nothing is, nobody has proposition for us. And there is time of silence where we have to create everything. And this is where we can give freely. This is a, a time when nothing moves for us or when we start a project to learn and to know what can we unconditionally give out to people? What do we do that fulfills us, like nurture us, regardless if there is a money attached to it or not? Giving. And um, you alluded to it earlier, but what would you say is happening? Like things are, I feel things are speeding up on the planet. You know, the rate of transformation, the number of souls awakening, um, Kind of how do you can you feel can you feel the difference in your your ten year journey? Like describe that to us. Yes, it's it's very interesting because I love you know traveling and I do travel a lot, and so I kind of I'm in contact directly with the co creators around the world. Like I meet them or I interview people and I get a good um, feeling for what's going on in the country. So at first I had to start doing interviews in the U.S. because this is where I would get the information and then spread it. And then in France, it was very much behind. So it was slow and people were not waking up where I see in the U.S., oh my God, people are so open. So I would get interviews in Canada, in Quebec for French people because they're so much more open. And here I was broadcasting information from Quebec to France for French people to see people that were daring to speak about all that. And it's just, it was happening this way. And now in France, it's like blossoming and all throughout Europe and old Europe, old France, my God. And if here people are opening up and they're opening up so fast, it's like, it's, it's unbelievable what I'm seeing. And now I'm, 
I created conference for Americans and for foreigners here, like Joe Dispenza, Nassima Ramain, and people like that, or Sonia Chopet. And I create conference in Paris for them because the French people are so thirsty for all this information, and it's so beautiful. So I can I can definitely testify that you know. If if there is yeah it's 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 not it's people want to feel good feel free mm. you know there there's so many burn burnouts in France people are burning out from each end I mean it's crazy there's like crashing the regular jobs are crashing people are losing their job I mean it's just like it's like two planets Dolores Cannon had told me about this in an interview she was this famous China, which was this famous hypnotherapist, uh, spiritual hypnotherapy, and she had those patients that were speaking things through deep hypnotherapy, telling that the planets were going to divide, like planet Earth was literally going to be two planets, and that there would be a planet of love and of fear. And I don't think it's physically happening, but I can... I'm like, I feel surrounded by people wanting to co-create, wanting to love, and, and it's day-to-day -day choices to be only surrounded by that. But I feel that we're more and we're so many, we're millions and millions. And just like where we all want to discover what it takes to live these fulfilling life, that will impact humanity. I think yes. we're all, we all had that calling to come as soul at this time to help and support people in their transformation. I mean, we're all in this. So it's up to us to create new techniques, businesses, way to do things. Everything has to be recreated from the standpoint of love and abundance mm. and transformation and, uh, you know, resourceful for, for people to grow into. So there is so many, so many things to create. I, I it's our calling to, to, to just liberate that song that is just ours. Nobody else can do this. Mm. But it else could have done what I've done. And nobody else can do what you do. Or it's like we all have something unique and that's that's life tells us that if you listen, it will it, it's just a matter of being open. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. And the, the vision for Kitty Talks to, is to inspire a generation of change makers to follow their passion and purpose and make a difference on the planet. Um, so obviously, by listening to your journey, you know, just to inspire somebody else to live in a completely different, different way. So oh. really beautiful. But I'd love to know a little bit more. You, you also told me you're working on three books <laughs> at the same time. Tell us a bit about those. Well, there is the 100 Day Challenge uh, workbook. So in France, like I, because I had met the pe people in interviews, there's some people I prefer, like, uh, or people I really clicked with, like Sonia Choquet, for example. So I decided to create a workbook to, with her to develop intuition in 100 days. So there is 100 exercises each day. There is an exercise. It's like a journaling. It's a, it's a place where you would tell your you know, an exercise, and then you would put at the end of the day what happened and what you have learned and understood. So it's a direct application of all these books, basically, but putting it in action and seeing your life transform. So this is this is uh, this is doing well in France. And then I created the, the next one is I co-write it, and that's the one I'm writing with my dad. My dad is a chef. Um, he is he now he's nearly seventy, but he 
had a, a French uh, restaurant in Santa Barbara in California where I was born. Yeah. And he is passionate. He's the spiritual one in the family. So he has always told me about the energies of flowers and of food and of you name it and talk to the in tomatoes and, and told me about meditation. But so we were co-writing a book that is about eating consciously. And uh, so it's a hundred exercises to live consciously, to do have rituals in food. So to bring spirituality and food together um, so that people will change their way of eating and relating to their body and listening to their body. So there's been, so this is one of the ones we're working on. And, and there's the little deck of cards. I, I love using cards and I always use cards from like angel cards from Dory Virtue and all that. So we created also in France. This is why I'm saying I I think at some point I will go back to the US and UK and all that to have these also available in English. Mm -hmm. Right now they're not they're only in French, but these little cards, there are a hundred cards and you you ask questions and there is all the different elements or the tree or the fairies or the the unicorn or the the stones or the winter or the wind and the water that have a message on that day. So you ask a question and it's an action behind. So it's a very simple, it's all based on cartoons because I've always had this little cartoon of mine on all my mics when I was interviewing. And this yeah. is all the workbooks and all the cards, the deck of cards are set that way with this kind of fun. Even kids play with them and it's just fun and creative. So I'm, back then in 2010 or something, I had uh, attracted the Linda Mangoro, that is a fantastic graphic designer. From who, who lives down the road from me. <laughs> We're neighbors. Well, I love Linda. And she yeah. has created cartoons and I work with her day to day. And uh, we create many things together. She's an amazing artist. And I, I've, I've never stopped creating with her and more than ever now and uh, so I work with uh, with her so the team is like it's it's funny to see how when we attract people it can be very you know especially now it's international so we have a lot of fun and then the third thing is a testimonial book that is coming out too it's in French but I really want that one to be translated in English too it's a hundred testimonials from a hundred or so testimonials on because, um, you know, I wrote my first book was called I Lost My Job and I Liked It. Yeah. I was in England and I lost my job and I decided to, to, to write a book and I self-published that book and then it was published in France. But the I Liked It is a series. So I propose on Facebook, I ask on Facebook for French people to send me their own story, a page long of I Like It. And people sent me, oh my God, stories like... Uh, uh, I was bulimic and I liked it. I was uh, I was uh, raped by my dad and I and I wow. like like I understood the outcome. Like people with oh my god, like I have an handicapped kid and I like it. I or handicapped brother or like some wild stories from the society to death and coma and all. So these stories are whoa and they're a page long and this is being published into a book. Uh, also in May, June, like all of this is being published in May, June. I, I'm with the same publisher in France that, that I'm with since the beginning. And uh, we want now to 
this is part of the next phase, but to have these these books and cards and all that in, in other languages in other countries. Mm. So this is the next step now. Global. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I really take appreciate you taking time. It must be so wonderful to hear your journey and your story, because you're obviously always out in the field, waking up so many souls, you know, exploring their journey. So I know that everyone will have really enjoyed to hear a bit more about Lulu's life and insights into how she lives her life on a daily basis. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for this beautiful Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Kitty Talks. Be sure to head over to our kittytalks.com website and become a member of our exclusive club and you'll get free interviews and access to our private Facebook group. Exclusive webinars and secret success interviews. See you there.